to Lake Silvercrest, the summer camp for children with superhuman abilities, the heroes of our future. In our award-winning two-week program, your kids will learn many valuable lessons about becoming a superhero. From designing their superhero costumes, to choosing the perfect sidekick, to investigative techniques, networking, first aid, mental health and superhero law. But of course, education and fun are not mutually exclusive. Our well-trained, super-powered and SOS-certified camp counselors will lead a variety of fun activities between workshops. Fitness training, scavenger hunts, team-building exercises, secret missions, races across the lake and a big final barbecue. Let your children learn about, test and strengthen their abilities in a fun, supportive and controlled environment. With its beautiful lake, woods and hills, Lake Silvercrest Summer Camp is the perfect place for your kids to enjoy spending time with their superpowered peers, make those important early connections to superhero culture and learn more about themselves and their powers in the process. Lake Silvercrest Summer Camp, where the hero's journey begins. Hello everyone! As you might have noticed, this is not Julian speaking, since for this little adventure, I, Vio, she, her, will be taking over as temporary GM, Game Master. And that means our usual GM, Julian, is free to play a character. Hey. And we have someone special on the call tonight. You guys, do you want to say hi? Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. A little bit of context uh, why this is happening right here, uh, maybe. We have some scheduling uh, situations right now, and so we thought it would be cool to have a little one shot in the meanwhile to tide you all over, uh, or two shot or three shot, we'll see. Which <laughs> depends is, on you guys. <laughs> yeah, which is led by Vio as guest DM. So, um, since unfortunately Sanya cannot join us on this little adventure, um, we decided to delve a bit into the backstory of Max, mainly one certain summer when she was, I think we said around 12, 13 years old and went to Silver Lake Silvercrest summer camp. And there she met some people, which will be played by our dear GM Julian and our special guest. Special guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Sam. I'm using they, them pronouns. And I will be playing a character called Robin. Also nice. they, them. Also they, them pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think nobody will be surprised about who um, Mimi will be playing, but yeah. why don't you just <laughs> introduce yourself as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm still playing Max, just, you know, baby Max. <laughs> I, th I think we said 11, actually. Okay. How old Which is Max nicer. in the main story? Uh, 16, I think. Okay. So not it's, that baby Max. It's, yeah, I mean, it's technically not that long ago, but mm. I feel like in those five <laughs> years, a lot happens. Well, for sure, yeah. And Julian, who do you play and who are you? Uh, I'm usually uh, the game master. Uh, uh, in this situation, not. I'm Julian. Uh, he, him pronouns. I don't know if I've ever said that before on the podcast. Actually. You did. You in, did. In the very first okay. episode. Okay. Uh, you're the avid listeners here. Um, I'm going to play a character named Will, for short, who is also using he, him pronouns and is also going to that camp. I think we're going to figure out what this character is about a bit later. Okay. As with all the others, except for Max. We all know what Max is about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for this little adventure, um, we actually take a departure from the masks, the next generation. Or a new generation? A new generation. Masks. I wrongly said the next generation. That's a okay, Star Trek I'm, I'm going to just yeah. give you a clean title <laughs> of that. True. I put that in the description of that episode. You should have said Star Wars yeah. just to piss people off. <laughs> so for this little adventure, we will take a departure from the masks, a new generation um, rule set and going a bit more rules light, since this is mostly about fun and just some interesting backstory so we use a, a variation of the lasers and feelings one page rpg rule set um, by john harper this one was designed by um, the arlington 
Thank you very much for that. We will leave a link in the show notes in case you want to check it out. So here it's a bit more rules light. There are only two stats you have to use or you can use at no moves and stuff. So it will keep everything a bit more roleplay heavy and less mechanics heavy. Our dear players have already designed their characters according to this rule system. And I think I will not, I don't think we have to explain very much about the rules in the beginning because it will be pretty obvious once we get rolling. Not I for guess. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, works for me. Okay. So, at the beginning of this adventure um, that we are all on, I sent you a list of all the fun activities that are happening um, at Lake Silvercrest Summer Camp and asked you which one is the character most excited about and which one are they not excited about. So, Mimi, what about Max? What is Max looking forward to most from this little list? Well, I think um, the first two are design your costume and find the perfect superhero name. And I think those are not as relevant to Max because she definitely has a costume and also a name. Mm -hmm. So I think those are just not relevant, but also not something she would dread or anything. Um, I actually think the rules and laws thing that's going on would be probably a bit iffy and boring for her. So that's probably the worst <laughs> one. I think she would she would enjoy uh, how to find clues and investigate crimes. Also, how to be a team leader. Mm -hmm. And all about <laughs> friendships, teamwork and networking. Also funny would be how to choose the perfect sidekick and they just tell you, find an alien. Just find a cool alien. <laughs> like, that's basically all you need. Just, just find a cool alien. It's it's not going to be that hard. Preferably like <laughs> something that has a really cool color. Like yeah. red. Red is good. Just red find an alien that matches your costume and then you're set. Yeah, exactly, perfect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody there is like, that's never going to happen. Holy shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Max is not that happy about the rules part, but more about the creative part and furthering her goal of becoming the very best. Yeah, mm, and I think mm. like no one ever since <laughs> since she's already planning to be part of a superhero team, the whole communication aspect and forming friendships and a team are kind of important to her at this stage in her life. Okay. Also, she doesn't have so. that many friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but the whole town loves her. Yeah, but that's not really a friendship. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's lonely at the peak of the mountain. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even this, if the mountain is very small, <laughs> it's lonely at the top okay. of the like hill, dune, <laughs> of the little bump in the road. Mm. So Julian, what about Will? What is he dreading the most or looking forward to most? Uh, so I wrote down uh, what Will would say if asked this: uh, excited for nothing <laughs> and uh, <laughs> dreading being here. <laughs> Uh, more specifically, like he, I don't know, he he probably he'd probably enjoy the barbecue at the end, uh, like a because barbecue it's the end nice. or because it's a barbecue. Both reasons, mainly because it's the end, but also <laughs> because it's a barbecue. Uh, are the workshops obligatory? <laughs> yeah, kinda. Okay, then let me look real quick which one he would dread the most. <laughs> Uh, how, to how to how to how to develop how to develop your own brand? He would absolutely not be interested <laughs> in that. He has no interest in marketing himself. By the way, I think Max could probably teach that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. At yeah. that age already? I mean, it's a I summer mean... camp, right? Like you can have uh, one of the kids teach the other one something. Probably. I mean, it's a workshop. It's not a a lecture or something. So. You can always work with the teachers, and yeah. if you have some valuable insights, you can share oh, that oh, with Max the class. Or Max is probably going to be there and, and telling the teachers what to tell people. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it at seems the, like the, something she would do. At the real-life summer camps I was at, the workshops were usually led by the camp attendees anyways. Mm. <laughs> Robin, what are you hoping, or, or what are you dreading the most, and what are you looking forward the most? Um... Yeah, the thing is, Robin is probably going to be dreading most of these things for reasons that we'll probably get into later. Okay. Um, the the only thing that they're not going to be dreading, and 
will probably find kind of boring because they already have a lot of experiences in uh, that area is how to find clues and investigate crimes. Because that's the one where Robin will be leading the class. <laughs> Fair and valid. Yeah. Oh man, like uh, yeah, now I'm imagining that all of the people in the camp are kind of like, you know, you have to lead one of the workshops. <laughs> like everyone's sort of forced into that position. Okay, you have to do a workshop. And Willoughby was like, okay... I'll do the magic one, I guess. Here's magic <laughs> stuff. All right, can I go now? I, I'll be the, be the one doing the barbecue thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the one staying, standing at the grill and handing out the, yeah. um, uh, the grilled mean, goods. Someone with, with like fire superpowers would be really great for that. That's true. That's very true. Mm -hmm. For sure. Who needs tongs? I will Or use my bare eyes. hands to stir the coals. <laughs> I mean, Willoughby could probably do that. So... Let's go to Lake Silvercrest Summer Camp. The three of you have been here for about a week. Um, and I don't know how much you've settled in yet. Because there's been a lot of stuff going on. We've already touched on some of the um, workshops and activities that have been going on while you were there. But most of the time you've just been running around the hillside, bathing in the crescent-shaped um, shaped lake, which I made a crescent because that's always almost like a crescent moon. And then I can just say moon is in there. It's, <laughs> they are just a lake now. And it's the name of the lake uh, of the camp. They have been liquefied. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first stage of their uh, chrysalis in their yeah. alien species. She yeah. was a lake for a bit. <laughs> And now they're a person. Mm -hmm. So you guys, I have a question for each of you. Or for, for all of you, basically. Has the one workshop you were looking forward to most, has that one already happened? Or is that one in the second week? I haven't been looking forward to anything. <laughs> so, yes and no. It hasn't happened. It has no, happened. I, and it also hasn't happened. I'm going to say like the workshop Willoughby probably would have excelled at the most would have been the magic one. And that hasn't happened yet. So as far as everyone else in the camp knows at this point, Willoughby might have superpowers. I don't know. Oh, yeah, his full name is Willoughby. I haven't brought that up before. Uh, Will might have superpowers, but nobody's seen him do anything yet. Yeah. What about Max? I feel like the team leader one has probably already happened. And I think Max excelled at it and was complimented <laughs> for, you know, always answering questions and really Such a teacher's working pet. in it. Counselor's pet. Robin, what about them? Um, I don't think it has happened yet. I I think uh, they'll have ample opportunity to tell everybody that they don't actually have superpowers. And oh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> so the three of you have been sharing um, cabin two, the Starbolt cabin. How have gotten? How how much have you actually had contact with each other, or was it more like we're sleeping in the same room? But otherwise, it doesn't really matter that well, much. I feel like Max has talked to them a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> Max them. was the one talking the entire time, probably. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Will has probably not responded with much more than "mm-hmm." Yeah. Will 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 doesn't seem all that interested in uh, like forging connections in this camp. He's mainly mainly just sitting. When are we? Five years ago. He's mainly just sitting on top of his bunk and playing Nintendo 3DS games. <laughs> Do Nintendo 3DSs exist in this world? They're, yes, sure. They, they probably have a different name, but yeah, of course they exist. Nintendo doesn't exist, but the 3DS does. <laughs> yeah, actually, Wintendo. like in, it's called Nintendo. In in Japan, basically everything happened exactly the same. It's mainly like America and Europe where things have been weird. Oh, okay, yeah. So video games do exist. That's good to know. They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Robin. Uh, yeah. Speaking um, with the others or more reserved. I I think the. Like, the first interaction that um, Robin and Max might have had uh, was one where where Robin guessed Max's superpowers based on the fact that they got a got an electric shock while they were shaking hands or something. That makes sense. Max was excited. I yes. <laughs> and since then, Max is one of the people who will not believe Robin that they don't have any powers. Absolutely. <laughs> So you're pretty open about that and no one is it believes you because I'm you're telling everybody. <laughs> but no one believes. <laughs> but no one believes. Before. I mean, hmm? there have been 
there have been a few famous superheroes who haven't had powers in this universe, at least. Yeah, but I, th I, from what we um, said before the podcast, it sounds like Robin's parents do not want to believe this. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. They have wanted a kid with superpowers all their lives, and they're just not fine with with their their, their kid not having any. Did they and have superpowers? No. Uh, That's very funny. Um, <laughs> Robin has a sister who can who can fly, but only as fast as uh, she would walk. Mm. So that's not much of a superpower. But I mean, it is I'd one. Like it. I'd like it. <laughs> so so yeah, basically, um, then then came Robin, who has sort of the ability to um, to notice stuff about people, like uh, like Sherlock does in. All the versions of Sherlock, basically. Like, they look at something and they see these sort of context clues and from that they figure out something about uh, mm. their opposite. Oh, you can do so much bullshitting with that. I love that. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? Visualized um, as a mental mind map. Exactly. not visualized because it's a podcast. And and also they probably do this 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 thing that uh, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr.'s Sherlock did in, in the movies where they plan ahead fight moves and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So it sounds to me like you have the powers of Sherlock Holmes and the opinion of um, of Patrick Jane from The Mentalist. I've not seen The Mentalist, you but I guess. Really? <laughs> I've not watched many procedurals, right? Not really, no. I also haven't. I have Basically. some very controversial Mentalist opinions. All right. Mm. Let's Maybe not go there. Yeah, as far as I know, your most, your the the most uncontroversial opinion I've heard is Pedro Pascal was underused in that last season. I mean, that's just true. That's not even an opinion. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, as soon as uh, Will figured out that there was someone very observant here, he's like tried even more not to show anything and not to like interact too much with people because he doesn't want to yeah. be figured out too much. The the overall opinion that people have is. Yeah, um, people think that Robin can can read their minds based mm. on, well, the the stuff that Robin is saying. So so, does that mean that Will is probably concentrating on all manner of things, thinking of pink elephants a lot just to make sure that Robin doesn't get a glimpse into into his mind? I'm gonna say like, Will probably thought some some stuff that would have. Like he he probably would have tried to think of stuff that is especially like scandalous or sounds like a big secret to see if there's like any reaction from Robin uh, right. and when that didn't lead too much he was more like okay I'm just gonna kind of stay away so you have one person in the camp who believes you <laughs> but that person doesn't talk to you yep, yeah pretty much cool, cool. <laughs> so speaking of Will has he actually shown his powers to anyone or does he try to basically keep it in check all the time Uh, I mean, it depends. Um, I mean, throughout the first week, there have always been um, like a a certain time frame where you're supposed to practice your powers and mm. work with the counselors to um, find new techniques and find the limits of your powers and um, refine them. So it would have been expected to work with the counselors, but it is possible to get around that if you're crafty enough. Yeah, Will pro have would have probably excuses. just... Will would have probably just uh, like... Okay, g gang, it's time to do superpower training now. And he would have just sort of sat down and not done anything. <laughs> and they would have been like, "Come on, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta work with the group and something like that." And he, he would have just been, "What if I don't? Like, what are you gonna do? Gonna throw me out of the camp? <laughs> I don't want to be here. I'm meditating." <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, would have dodged every uh, activity that he possibly could have. Uh, and in other abilities, uh, like. He isn't, like, extremely secretive about his powers. Wouldn't have shot off much. Like, you probably you would have noticed if you, like, looked for it. Sometimes small objects that he was searching for are just flying towards him. And he picks them up out of the air. Sometimes he draws a flaming pentagram into the air and pulls his 3DS out of it. <laughs> But, like, uh, he wouldn't have, like, actively used them in any of the ways the camp intends, basically. Okay. Right. So, the first week is done and the beginning of the second week has started. It is a beautiful morning. It's far too early. It's six o'clock in the morning and there is a knock on your cabin door. 
Will doesn't. Will, Will, Will wants to sleep. Kids, come on, Starbolts. Wakey. There, I have, I have something for you. And you recognize the voice of um, Guy Dixon. He is one wow. of the... Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Especially at a summer camp with preteens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Guy is one of the counselors that is most trying to be a cool dude and get with the kids. And I don't know how you guys feel about that. But some other camp goers have been a bit dismissive of him because of this um, way of his. Well, this so, guys, I'm counting to five and then I'm going to peek in. Well, the son of Dick has spoken. Can someone open the door? <laughs> okay, I have, a, I have um, a very important question. Who took yeah. top bunk and who took bottom bunk? <laughs> there are three beds spaced around the cabins. Sadness. Oh, that's sad. No, I'm going to retcon this. <laughs> There's a bunk bed and one normal bed. Who would have tried to take the top bunk? Because Will would have taken it. All right. Uh, Robin is sleeping on the single bed. Okay, then Aww. I guess Max is sleeping on the bottom bunk. Okay, then we didn't have to fight about it, I guess. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, like, Max would have, I don't know, gone to bed in the top bunk and just surprisingly woken up in the bottom bunk without yeah. understanding how that happened. No, I think she, she just wanted to befriend you and thought that would yeah. be a good way to do Makes it, sense. but it wasn't. <laughs> Makes sense. One! Two! Uh, so... Max starts getting up and just sort of trotting towards the door while being extremely tired. As you open it, Guy Dixon stands in front of you um, in his counselor's outfit. Shorts, t-shirt, you know, the works. Mm -hmm. And he's there. Oh, good morning, Max. Oh, should I say Sparky? I have something important for you. May I come in? Uh, Sure. Oh, thank you. And he sort of brushes past you and stands in the middle of the room in, in a white stance and just, okay, Starbolt Kevin, it is time for your secret mission. Mm. Everyone, get around, get around. Mm. Come on, kids. Robin gets out of bed reluctantly. Max wakes up instantly. <laughs> Not tired at all anymore. It's a mission. It's mission time. What's the secret? Come down here and you'll find out. Can I find out? Oh, come out on, here? guys. My I dude. This is just between the four of us. Okay. He, he climbs out of his bed. I mean, this seems shady to me as the player, but not to Max, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, this uh, seems shady to me as a player and to Robin as a character. So, guys. And it sort of crouches down a bit to be more on your level, even though <laughs> oh, you're not, not to talk tiny. to small people. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you might have heard, no. every time the camp um, comes together, there is a secret mission for the second part. So, every oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that. What have you heard about that? Well, just that it exists. <laughs> okay. secret. And that it's secret. <laughs> Ooh, someone has been keeping their eyes open and he sort of t uh, taps at the side of his nose. Okay, so each cabin gets one secret mission. And that is one secret mission that pertains to another cabin for you. That means you have a secret mission to steal or get something from the guys in cabin four. You know, the purple shield cabin. They have been given a document that they have to protect and you have to get. If you get it by the end of the week, you will get points. If you manage to figure out their mission, that is about you guys, and stop them from managing it, then you get extra points. So, one secret mission for you, one secret mission from the guys from cabin four, and let's see who gets it done and who does not. It's sort of claps his hands and looks at you excitedly. What Wait, so, happens uh, if neither of us get it done? Yeah. Ah, then you will not get the points and you will not be declared the camp kings. At the oh, end no. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, shucks. Oh. Well, uh, thanks thanks for the mission, uh, uh, boss. Uh, I'm going to go back to my bunk now. <laughs> 
Oh, I was hoping usually that is like the, the highlight of the... Okay, um... Oh yeah, I love it. Love it. Woo! <laughs> I'm gonna go back to sleep now. As you try to climb your ladder, your hands sort of pass through the rung rungs all the time and you cannot get up there um, from um, via the ladder. Oh, boo! Oh, come on, Mr. Crowley! Oh, Will! You're really struggling with me not having a superhero name, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean... You did the workshop. Why didn't you participate? I'm a magic user. We don't have superhero names. We're just normal people names or like a demon or something like that. Yeah, but why? You could, you could choose you a could demon name. Like... That would be kind of cool. Uh, it, mean, it, would have... be, it would be slightly offensive. There's an actual demon living inside my body. Like I can't just pick a random demon name. And can you pick his name or, or their name? Oh, yeah, then uh, they're going to think they're big shit. No, no. <laughs> Wait, you have a and demon inside of you? You've never talked about this before. Makes sense. Yeah, but also I have never been awake at this time before. <laughs> I mean, you do know that wake up call is like 6.30, so... Max, you would you would love stealing stuff, right? Like, I mean, uh, only if it's mission. not illegal. Yeah, like, do they know that we're stealing it from them? Do they know what we're stealing from them? Or is it just some random document? They have been given the document with the mission to protect it. You will be given something as well that they will try to get. And he sort of um, reaches into his pocket dramatically and pulls out a, a tennis ball-sized, um, softly glowing purple orb. This is what you will be tasked to keep hidden however you do it it's fine do not go outside of the premises of the camp and no dimensional storage it has to be accessible uh. by someone without powers <laughs> i already had the perfect tactic um i mean yeah I'll, I'll, right then you keep i'll, I'll your protect 3DS it right? there seems pretty safe <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll uh i'll protect it here then i'll protect it here is, is that fine uh, you can go and do your thing and i'll uh, protect it in my safe bed <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, in, um, well, now it's 15 minutes, the beginning of the scavenger hunt um, will start, which will take the entire day. So unfortunately, you will have to be there. And if you want to catch some breakfast before then, I would recommend going by the cafeteria first. Bummer. All right. So who wants to take the orb of mystery? <coughs> and he sort of holds it out. All right, I'll take the orb. You take the orb. Da 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 da. <laughs> you have acquired the orb. I kind of want to steal something. The orb? You can have it. No. It's not stealing if I already own it. <laughs> okay, so take your time getting dressed. Breakfast starts at well, now it's ten minutes. In ten minutes, and then. The scavenger hunt will be on. Oh, this is my favorite time. Always, always so much fun. Anyways, Such fun. Um, good luck with your secret mission. And he winks at you in an exaggerated manner and good. sort of um, turns around on his heel and goes towards the door. See you later, alligators! And closes it. I don't Ooh. really like him. No, no, I, I'm, I'm made uncomfortable by him in a way I can't explain. It has been the tradition in the summer camp that person are not a person is not son of a bitch, it's son of a dick. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. As as soon as he came in, I realized that together we are making the entire name of uh, the first Robin, because my last name is Gray and Dick Grayson is He's right Dick's there. He's Dick's son. Yeah, right. <laughs> and your name is also literally Robin. Exactly. Which. For no reason at all, it has something to do with the name of Robin in the DC comics. Maybe just to highlight that I don't have superpowers. But okay. here they're called BC so, comics. BC comics. This, is <laughs> <laughs> this these are my children, uh, Robin and Superman. <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you Superman name a child Superman and they don't name, turn okay. out to be a. Yeah. I feel like there no, are no, so no. many babies named Starbolt. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Superman was my father's name. <laughs> Call me Superboy. Super, super lad. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Um, scavenger hunt. Fun. Uh, 
So do we do we do that? Do we do that camp? Do we do that other cabin thing? Yeah. You guys have been on the fritz with the guys in cabin four. <laughs> I want to know why do you guys hate each other so much? What happened? <laughs> uh, what kind of powers do they have? Um, cabin four. They are also three people. The leader is um, Isabel Mendes, who has the power to change objects' colors. So pretty much all the time she's come across any of you, she just sort of casually touched something of yours and made it like the the worst color possible. Sometimes it's like poop, sometimes it's like bright yellow. And basically no one has been able to change it back. You just have to wait out the half hour it takes um, to wear off. And she just, just sort of casually does that and then snickers behind or in front of your back and sort of points at you. And I like so. this t-shirt before. As soon as I first saw that, I hit my DS as soon as she came by. Because, <laughs> like, I can't see the screen anymore if it turns, like, one color. <laughs> um, Yumi, the other one in the cabin, is usually pretty nice. Um, she's a pretty quirky, open person. And Ryan, you haven't really gotten a beat on. She has something he's called a cleaner. You don't really know what that means. She, his superhero name is The Purifier. And you've seen him, like, clean tables after after um, eating, just sort of touching it, and then it's clean. How white is he? Because <laughs> with the name The Purifier, I'm getting worried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he is Latino, so... Okay, so that's fine. He's not that's all right. white, white, but his clothes are always super clean. His his <laughs> skin is spotless. Um, is he bald? His hair is perfect. Is he, Oh, okay. I thought he was Mr. Clean, just as a teenager. <laughs> no. Mr. Clean is canonically asexual, by the way. Interesting. Why? Why do we need to know stuff like that about Mr. Clean? I mean, good for representation why? and stuff, but why? Why do you know that? No, never mind. Twitter. There's a lot of people who would probably be interested. You know? Twitter. What's Mr. Clean into? Uh, I'm taking SpongeBob as uh, representation. I don't need Mr. Clean. And I mean, Popeye is <laughs> non-binary, so... Hmm. We learn so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Max needs a reason um, to like be mad at the other cabin to want to beat them or win against them. I just think that maybe the other people don't like Max because she always tries to be the best at everything. Mm. It's sort of a tradition that in like um, where if there's any sort of competition, um, that usually like the odd numbered cabins and the the even numbered cabins are like sort of are pitched against each other. So you have lost and won some some competitions against them. So yeah, maybe so, that's so I just all it takes. Think it's the rivalry. I, I yeah, don't think sense. Max doesn't like them or anything. I just think Max wants to be the best. Yeah, mm. I'm very and best. I mean, like it no one ever help was. That at least one of them seems to be a bully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna assume that Will likes Yumi the least because she won't leave him alone. <laughs> she just keeps on approaching him and being nice to him. Maybe she has <laughs> a he's crush. Not, yeah. He's ah. not here for that. It's the accent. She's into that. <laughs> yeah, it's the accent. <laughs> I think maybe she caught a glimpse of one time where your power sort of went a bit wonky. And since then, she's tried to talk to you all the time. Mm. Also, Max is definitely the team leader, right? Because both of you don't care. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. See, that's how super teams are supposed to work. One person exactly. wants to be the leader and the rest doesn't give a shit. <laughs> okay, so you have been given your secret mission. Um, breakfast is in 10 minutes, and after that, the scavenger hunt is supposed to start. So, are you guys doing anything with the orb um, to conceal it or hide it in the cabin, or are you going to take it with you? I'm considering just putting it in a pocket dimension anyways. Like. <laughs> Max definitely yeah. asks you, um, so, can one of you swallow something this size? No. No. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. No. I don't think I can either. Oh. You don't think so? You can try. Fall. The, the issue is, it's going to have to come out at some point. I, I don't want to live through that. But are you seriously able to swallow something the size of a tennis ball? I mean, not me, but the demon. Oh. Maybe. I feel like my brother once uh, swallowed like a lot of marshmallows that were at least this size. Oh, God. So I think it's humanly possible. I, yeah, uh, but then the issue of put uh, of of getting it back out at the end is yeah. Also, I have a backpack, so 
we can just put it in backpack, right? Uh, like, as long as they don't steal kind my of backpack. Easy for people to 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 grab into and steal something without you noticing. Okay, then I'll put a seal on it. <clears throat> Better. That sounds good. I'll try that. I feel like you're really getting into the spirit of things. Look, I just so, want to get through this day. Yeah. This sounds to me like this might be the first role of this little adventure. Mm -hmm. So, it sounds to me like you want to put a seal on your backpack to prevent anyone from reaching in, from grabbing it from you. What, what kind of seal are you planning on doing? Uh, the idea is something that, like, maybe, uh, maybe Max can help with that with her powers something where like people who would touch it like maybe i can seal some of max's electric powers in the seal and someone who touches it gets zapped basically oh that would be cool that is awesome yeah that's the idea is there a help mechanic in this i think there is a help mechanic give, get another dice right yeah and Sorry. i'm gonna need okay. it because specific. none of the none of my specific spells that i wrote down are something like creating seals so i will need that help great okay so, this system works the following. On a scale from brawn to brains, you choose a number between two and five. Two means you are very good at the, at the um, brawn stuff. Um, this is physical and stuff, emotional conversations, impulsive action. So, anytime you do something without thinking about it that much, that would be a brawn roll. And you would try to roll above your number so if you pick a two it would be pretty easy to roll a two or better if you pick a five basically saying you are more of a brain person then you have to roll a five or a six which is statistically much less likely brains on the other hand is mostly about intellect or cunning or keeping your head cool in a dangerous situation and you would want to roll below your number so julian which number did you pick for for Will. Uh, Will has a four in general. Which so means he's more like, on the side of brainy. More on the side of brain, but somewhat middle of the road. So, I will say, this is a pretty thing where you have to keep your cool and act pretty intellectually and with mm. um, working with power so that you don't get zapped yourself. So I would say this is a brain's role. All right. Makes sense. Since Max is helping, you are allowed... I would say you can give him another um, d6 to roll. Mm -hmm. In this system, you roll. You always one roll at one at least one d6. Mm -hmm. If your ability if your ability helps you with what you're trying to do, you get an additional d6. If the action you're trying to do is super awesome and daring, you get one more d6. And basically, the more dice you roll that are above or below, depending on what you're doing, um, your number, this amount of successes helps you with doing what you try to do so i would say your ability in this way helps you um mm -hmm. so and you have the help action from max so i would say three dice brains go uh, just to be like sort of clear about the abilities uh, i wrote down three abilities in advance and i didn't want to just write down spell casting because that would have just been like i can do base excuse basically anything with that mm -hmm. so what i wrote down were basically three things my character can do in particular which with okay. the demon would be super strength, uh, okay. with spells would be telekinesis or illusions. And I think this kind of doesn't fall under any of the main things I wrote down. So okay. if you want to take off one say, of the d6s, that's fine. Yeah, then you have your, your one d6 you always get and um, one additional d6 from Max's help. Okay, I'm 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 gonna roll Please it. I'm gonna roll it. Just two roll D6. your two d sixes and tell me what you got. <laughs> this is the first time that I'm allowed to roll something on this podcast. Yes. It's pretty exciting. Yay. How novel! You hear this clacking noise? I always uh, hear that in editing and have to edit around it. All right. <laughs> hey, you're Three. still editing this, so. True. Uh, roll. That's a four and a five. Which is not great from what I gather mm. with brain. You want to roll four or below. You yeah. have that means it is one success, which is a mixed success, so you barely manage it, but something goes wrong all the same. But since you rolled your exact number, you are having an insight. You have ultra power. So if you roll your exact number, 
then basically you can you the player can ask me the game master one question pertaining to the situation and mm. i have to tell you in universe this manifests as like a quick insight you have or a gut feeling okay. so while you are casting your spell seals are probably not your strongest suit and as you cast it you notice that well, it will probably sap someone, but not that hard. More like a static shock than a taser. But it yeah. will shock them, and that might help you prevent someone from getting it out there. So It would the help me notice that someone's weakened. working on my backpack, at least. Yeah, but no one will be disabled or discouraged from reaching into your backpack. That's fine. But it will might help you notice. But okay. you have this little... While you're doing your magic, you get a glimpse, glimpse of the universe and a gut feeling. What do you want to know, Julian? So with the three other people in the other cabin, you said before mm -hmm. that we figured out one of them can change colors and one of them has something to do with cleaning. Yep. Is it maybe possible that like during the last few days while I was at the workshops and not really doing much and more like watching what the other people were doing, that I somehow picked up on what uh, the third member, Yumi, uh, can do that we haven't seen yet. Maybe I picked on something that gives me a vague idea of what their powers are. Just to like, while I'm making the seal, I'm thinking, how could they try to steal stuff from me? As you think about that, you have this little flash memory um, of Yumi, again, cleaning the tables. But you saw her sort of waving her hand and all the little breadcrumbs and stuff sort of swished them around in a loop and then scattered them across the floor. So you would assume from the stuff you've seen, she she seems to have sort of either it's telekinesis or something specifically about dust and sand that, that she can do. But you have not seen her move anything bigger than... Okay, than, so uh, did, she didn't shri shrink the, 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 the stuff she was cleaning off. She just managed to control it in some way. Yeah. Also, you notice that her clothes are also very clean of dust, but not of mud and stuff like that. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking like, okay, one of them has the power to clean stuff in some way, probably. Kind of hard to determine what it is, exactly it is. One might be able to control like small things, small particles or something like that. So, like, as an additional defense measure, when I when I close up my backpack with the seal, I basically stuff my clothing in it in a way where it, like, makes sure that it's stuff difficult for small things to get inside. Like, basically, I try to... Insulation in stuff. Insulate mm -hmm. it, right, yeah. Okay. So, you, you wrap a few of your t-shirts around it and put it all in a sock and sort of make a knot in it and then yeah. put it into your backpack. Exactly. Okay. And the seal just sort of glows softly on the inside of your backpack. And your backpack is now a slightly magical backpack. Hey. Congratulations. It was probably already a slightly magical backpack, but not in addition. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's what I pull my 3DS from with my powers. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, breakfast and yeah. scavenger hand. Do you guys want to do anything before or at the uh, breakfast? It's your eat. typical open... <laughs> eat sounds good. <laughs> I cast a spell already. I'm done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys sit at the breakfast table, it's a beautiful day. So you're sitting outside in a sort of picnic area around the um, big fire pit that's not lit at the moment. And lit. you see as you sit down <laughs> the... People from uh, cabin four, um, the purple shield cabin, cabin, walking over to their table and sort of looking at you, assessingly, and putting their heads together and whispering and looking in your direction. Uh, I'm also gonna look over at them uh, excessively and. Can you lip read? <laughs> I'm so tempted to do a my immortal quote here. <laughs> do it! <laughs> do I it. dare you! Do it! <laughs> do it. <laughs> I, like, doubled I went out, the, the, the preps were staring at me. I put my middle finger up at the oh, yeah. end of chapter one. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Sam, am I sensing a role coming on? Yes. I Ooh. want to see whether I can um, figure out from look looking at them where they have the object that we're supposed to steal. It's like stapled to one of their chests. Yes, probably. <laughs> There's like a big arrow in one of the t-shirts secret compartment here. <laughs> okay. Um... This is in the realm of your 
of your ability. So yep. I will say two dice. Mm -hmm. Go. Uh, my number roll? is a five. By I the would way. say this is also a brains roll mm -hmm. um, since this is assessing and so cunning and. As long as you don't roll sixes, you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Roll well, them that's dice. two fours. Jeez. Two fours. Yep. Very nice. So, on two successes, it works very well. Just for completeness' sake, if you had three successes, then you would have a critical success and would get what you want and a bonus. But it just works now. <laughs> um, you look over to them and you've made a habit of watching the people around you and you know uh, most of the people and their sort of style. And as um, Ryan, the purifier, um, leans over to whisper something in Yumi's ear, you see a chain around his neck that you've never noticed before with a little capsule at the end. Um, and as he talks to her, Isabel reaches over and sort of slaps him on the shoulder and he puts, he notices the chain and puts it um, below his t-shirt again and looks around guiltily. Don't be suspicious. Yeah, I, I um, <laughs> look away again and concentrate on my breakfast. Nice. What, what do we have Great. here? What do we get? Yes, please describe your breakfast in, in great detail. The full English. People are I would like to know what food. I eat. Yeah. It's well I eat what I eat what we get. I don't know. It's summer camp. It's decent, but not nothing special. Yes. Yeah. Eggs, and probably bacon and toast, summer camp for superheroes, so it's pretty decent. Yeah. But not special. Cereal. Very sugar, uh, like Lucky Charms. Very sugary cereal. Yeah. Big brain needs need that need that mm. They, they maybe have a breakfast buffet for those people who like to eat uh, sweet stuff and for those people who like to uh, eat savory stuff. Basically, it's like one of these um, things where you have like in these little clear containers with like a hole at the bottom where you can have like different kind of cereals and mix them together yeah. and sort of nice. breads and cheese and sausage and yeah, put things to put on bread. Hey, Julian, what is like the custom breakfast in Dreamland? Uh, it's, it's, it's something with a copyright behind it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know. I, I haven't Spocky determined oats. yet what the, I haven't determined yet what the symbol of dreamland is because <laughs> it hasn't come up yet. I'm going to say it's like, uh, Ricky the rat. It's going to be <laughs> like the famous cartoon character that dreamland is known for. So that's like yeah. he has this very these very noticeable pointy ears. So nice it's stuff. like breakfast waffles shaped like his head with the pointy ears. Do they have that here? Like uh, the they're called uh, I don't know Ricky rolls. Do they have Ricky rolls here? <laughs> Ricky rolls. Sure. Fucking hell. But they have the they don't have the original brand. They have like a counterfeit version. I'm still Ooh. eating it. The, their slogan is "We're never gonna let you down." Like I'm eating it and already <laughs> thinking about uh, what to write in my in my blog post later on um, about how original Dreamland uh, rolls are so much better. Mm, yeah. It's really weird. You can't eat different stuff. It's like mandatory that we eat that for breakfast over there. <laughs> so, do you guys want to do anything else at breakfast pertaining to Cabin Four or? The scavenger hunt in preparation for... Yeah, what I mean, are they telling us about the scavenger yeah. hunt? So, you've heard rumors about the scavenger hunt. Mostly very excited rumors. From what you've heard and what you know about the summer camp, this is like the big event of the second week. The other times there are workshops or you have had um, a boat race across the um, lake and stuff. But this is the one where it's like an entire day of weird little mini missions and challenges and fights and you have you can really show what you've learned and um get a very nice uh, get some bonus points and stuff and basically from what you've heard it will be a series of challenges um at the end of which if you successfully complete them you will get a hint um where the next challenge will be and what it will be about hmm. and you've also heard that only um, that it goes over two days um, and there will all be um, only two cabins will compete at the same time um, since it's such a big deal that basically all the counselors except one are needed to keep watch over it so that nothing goes spectacularly wrong. 
but you've also heard some stories about stuff that has gone horribly wrong. Um, not that anyone got hurt or something, but if something interesting and fun and weird and unexpected is going to happen, it will be during this scavenger hunt. Mm. I feel like this nobody got hurt, of course, was like, you know, like legally, <laughs> nobody ever got so hurt that the camp had to pay anything. <laughs> nobody got hurt in parentheses as a result of our direct actions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you something also like that. have have actually talked to um, Asha Galloway. Um, she's one of the counselors and she's a healer. She um, talked to you. She talked to you about um, when to ask for help and the symptoms of PTSD and how to notice when you're going into a depression and how to get help for that. Um, so she's <laughs> basically the person to go to when you are hurt. So you assume that nobody got hurt that couldn't be healed by a superhero mm. is basically what Love learning said. about PTSD as a like preteen. Mm-hmm. It's probably it probably has a nicer name in this game. I mean, in this world, it's basically like how you notice when you are in a very exciting mission and you can't really get it out of your head and you keep dreaming about it and you're feeling weird about it, you keep reliving it. And that's that sort of thing where you can talk to an adult and an adult will always listen to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love that. Psych- psychological yeah. problems from PTSD to becoming a supervillain. <laughs> yes. Actually, how much do you guys know about the counselors and their powers? From what I know about Max, I assume that she's done her homework before coming here. But uh, what about the other team? Yeah. I mean, uh, since Robin kind of has to keep up appearances and... Like, you would know just by watching them, right? Firstly, I would know just by watching them. Secondly, also, uh, research has been done. I have done okay. no research and I don't care. <laughs> research? I don't know her. One of them could be red and on fire and I couldn't tell you what their powers are. <laughs> I mean, that might not have anything to do with their powers. They might just be burning. Yeah. <laughs> they, might, they might just either be on fire or it might be an aesthetic thing. Exactly. Yeah. So um, since the two of you did your homework, you know that uh, Guy Dixon is called um, the Void Walker. Oh, that's such a cool superhero <laughs> name. Void Especially, Walker I think, rules. someone called Guy Dixon, who is a dude bro, would call himself Void Walker. If my name was Guy Dixon, I would call myself anything else. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> and you know this that his pow- he was pretty prom- prominent as sort of a um sp- not spy but an investigation and battle superhero because he has the ability to um control the density of objects so he can phase through them or make them like so dense that they drop to the ground um, or float or make them so incredibly light that you can just sort of pass through them or disintegrate them altogether. So he's known as the kind of guy you get when you have to get into somewhere or you have to get something out of something. Um, what you know about Asha Galloway, um, the person who is sort of waiting at the edge of the of the breakfast area, waiting for you guys to start the scavenger hunt, is her superhero name is Regen, and she can regenerate herself and other people via touch, and also can move stuff with her mind, which you have seen her doing um, a lot of the times uh, when she was sort of distracted, just sort of letting stuff float towards her and writing down some paperwork, and basically when. She's doing anything. There's always stuff floating around her. Can we just send Max and stay where we are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do if given the option. But exactly. uh, I, I assume that I gathered from the previous time at this camp that they mm. don't let me just not go to something. Yeah. Right. Like they keep bothering me until I do it. So I just go there yeah. and then participate as little as possible. That also works. <laughs> I always do the bare minimum and never less. <laughs> Um, as you walk over you notice that the people from cabin 4 come over as well and sort of keep the distance from you a bit except for Yumi who sort of waves at you and as you um, um, stand across Asher Galloway she sort of opens her arms wide and says okay who is excited for the scavenger hunt I point at Max (laughs) (laughs) I keep my hands in my pockets I mean, Max is grinning pretty big and sort of jumping up and down on the spot. Okay, so I know it's not the best way to wake up in the morning getting 
thrown out of bed by Guy, but um, yeah, scavenger hunt. You all know the basic rules. There are four stations in this one. Um, in each one, you will have to perform a task or meet a challenge, and then you will get some little hint about the next one. And at the end of this entire run, there will be a big surprise. As you know, normal camp rules still apply. No unnecessary violence. Try to use every arrow in your arsenal. That means not everything has to be solved by your fists. You can use your words, you can use your mind, you can use your heart. And I implore you, please, 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 if you get hurt, come back here and yeah, let, let me fix that. Because there have been some incidents and I would very much to not repeat them. Powers are allowed. Please try to keep them under control. That's pretty much it. The purple shields. Have you guys given yourself a name? Because cabin four sounds always sounds like very clinical and the purple shield cabin is a bit of a mouthful. And Isabel sort of sniffs again and Yumi says, we are the good guys. Okay, but have you given yourself a team name? Oh, the no. good guys. Asha looks a bit confused for me, moment in. Very nice. I see the workshop was helpful to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, Mr. Good Guy, your superhero. <laughs> this name is pre-approved. Don't worry, the good guys have arrived. That would be so shady if someone introduced <laughs> us like Mr. Good Guy. It's me, Johnny Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> you will start half an hour behind um, cabin two, since they're cabin two and you're cabin four. Um, starboard cabin, you will start first. If you look over there and through the trees, uh, the little path leading to the lake, I, th I think you've been there before, that's the way to the first station. Are there any questions? When can we start? Now! Yay! Mr. Crowley, right. um, before you start, might I have a minute? All right. And she sort of... um waves um, cabin four to go over to the tails again and sit down and goes a few steps to the side with you. Mr. Crowley, I have noticed that you seem a bit hesitant to participate in the workshop and the anything, group. Anything. May I ask why that is? I, I know this is not what you hoped to get out of this camp experience. I've met with your parents um, on your first day and... Whew, they they are a handful. Mm. But I really think this camp experience could be very helpful to you. And I would like to know what we can do to make it more interesting for you. Maybe so that this isn't, that this might be a good time in your life. Let me leave and tell my parents I'm still here. That's <laughs> That's the main thing I can think of. Why I'm, I'm is it sorry, so bad I'm for sorry, you I'm sorry, I'm 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 sorry. I'm 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 sure you're trying very hard. It's just I'm I don't want to be here. I don't I don't want to be a superhero. I I never I never wanted to have any special abilities and I don't like socializing with people. I I I seriously don't think that anything that you could do could make this more uh, I don't know appealing to me. I'm I'm just gonna look I'm I'm just gonna power through I'm gonna be here till the end I'm gonna participate in everything and then you can tell my parents that I did a great job and I can tell my parents that I was here I understand I would like to offer you a different perspective though if you see this as here is where the superheroes go and then they go and they're superheroes then I can totally understand why this might not be what you feel you need but if you consider this as a, here are other people of my age where I could practice maybe my social competences. I always, I always have something to talk about, which is the superpower thing. So it might be a good practice environment to work on your social skills. Also, just because this is a camp for superheroes, it doesn't mean you can't have fun as a, as a normal person. If you just consider it like any other summer camp, just go here, enjoy the food, enjoy the beautiful lake and the beautiful woods, and 
enjoy it as a little getaway from your usual life and your parents and all the worries of the everyday life. If I if I say that I'm gonna see it like that from now, can I go back to my friends? <coughs> and he doesn't even really notice that he calls the other two his friends. Oh. <laughs> of course, Mr. Crowley. This can be anything you want it to be, and you only have to take away from this camp experience what you think might help you. And if that is not the superpower part, that might be something like the people you meet along the way, or that one time I ate some very good s'mores. I'll keep that in mind, Regen. The true uh, superpowers were those we ate along the way. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I go back now? Of course, Mr. Crowley. Have fun with the scavenger hunt. And she sort of waves you towards the other people. He nods and goes back to his group. Let's go, Starbolts! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you have been at Lake Silvercrest before. Many times it's been beautiful weather and a few times you were able to get into the water and just sort of swim around and have fun um, without any workshops or lectures getting in the way. But this time, as you walk through the last of the trees between you and the edge of the water, you see a very different sight. The little path leads almost exactly to the center of the inwards curve of the sort of crescent shape of the lake. And in the exact middle of the lake is a giant iceberg, like the size of a house. And it's definitely not usual um, for a lake in the middle of the summer to be almost, almost entirely frozen over with like little bits um, of floating sheets of ice um, floating around. And as you look closer at the iceberg and the surrounding bits of ice, you see a glowing sword right in the middle of the iceberg. And at the edge of the lake um, stands the next counselor you've already known, which you know has water manipulation powers. And she motions you over with a quick um, nod of your head. Okay, this is the first station. Um, your job is to get that sword. Have fun. I hope you have some ideas how to get that. Because next time, this is where we'll start. I mean, to be fair, Will literally has like telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's stuck in the in the ice. Maybe I fail that roll. You know, this, this seems tough. So I hope the three of you had um, fun. And yeah. I'm not that experienced of a GM, so... If you have any positive feed or feedback in general, hopefully constructive, um, that would be very helpful to me. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and I hope uh, if I, you, we will... Just real quick, yeah. if you want to leave us that feedback, we have social media channels that we always forget to mention. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we have a Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, all at WaypointPod. Uh, and I have a YouTube channel where I upload all the VODs, uh, which is called Burning Oleander. If you type in Waypoint Podcast and also the specific name of an episode, probably because there's a different podcast also named Waypoint into YouTube, you uh, can find it there too. You can ch uh, chat us up on all of them, direct message us, uh, tell us what you think about this weird thing we're doing right now with these little one-shot thingies or anything else or I don't know you just want to say hey cool podcast I don't know just do that we have social media channels all of them at Waypoint Pod. I also want to thank um, Sam our special guest for um, joining us today yeah. and I hope to see more of um, Robin going forward so I'm really excited to see what you guys will try for next time mm -hmm. thanks for having me very welcome. And yeah, I can't believe badly. I was so incredibly afraid that you might get to um, Station 3 because I haven't worked that one out <laughs> quite yet. <laughs> you overestimate. So I think this power. one shot might, be, might, come, might become a three shot. I mean, depending on how the situation with, with uh, Sunny continues, we might do a... Um, may switch around these or there will be one big chunk about this um, little side adventure but we will see that um, when we know more information and until then bye bye
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.